Hi, welcome to Experience Points. We wanted to let you know that a few changes are coming in the next few months into the next year. You may already notice that we have a new logo and banner thanks to the amazing Punder Drone. We're so excited about it and we love it. We will also be doing some one-shots for the rest of the year while we prepare for the new season in 2021. As always, we ask that you leave a review and share us with your friends. That's the best way to help us grow, and we're so grateful to those of you who do. We know that every podcast and live stream asks for this. It's still so greatly appreciated. Anyway, please enjoy the episode and stay tuned after for more announcements. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello. Uh, how's everyone doing? <laughs> uh, no, doing great. Yeah. Showing good. Vibin'. Vibin'. Uh, Vibin'. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for being patient. We uh, have a new overlay. Uh, as I promised, uh, I was trying to make things uh, uh, better spaced, better worked out. And uh, I think I've been successful. Uh, let us know if not. But... Um, Yes, uh, thank you for joining us uh, with Experience Points today. My name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they. And this is a, uh, a new beginning. We are uh, starting our uh, session zero for a new arc. Um, this will be using Starfinder, uh, but I'm going to be doing a homebrew campaign. Uh, so that means I'll be taking some small liberties with rules and storytelling and things like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, without further ado, uh, let's uh, meet the fabulous cast. And we'll start with Mackenzie. Hello. Hello. Um, my name is Mackenzie. My pronouns are she, her. Should I wait to say who I'm playing? Or so while we get into it, or yeah, yeah, let's 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 just introduce ourselves, and then we can okay. go around and discuss who our characters are, what they're. And that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just Mackenzie. She, her, nobody else. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mackenzie. Hello, Vivian. Hey, uh, I'm Vivian. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I can't wait to get started on talking about our characters. Nice. Thanks. And hello, Mikey. Hello, my name is Michael and my pronouns are she, they, and I am also very excited to play these characters. Fantastic. Uh, and I, I know uh, I, I called you Mikey because we're very familiar with each other. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Kelrick, hello. Hello, I am Kelrick. My pronouns are he, him, and I cannot wait to dive into these new characters and this story. This is, I'm so excited for what Kenny has built. Yeah, uh, and and still building. I, I might still be writing. There, there's a lot to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this kind of came from a, uh, a fever dream of an idea. And um, I just started building little points here and there and uh, have been taking inspiration from other sci-fi that I've been reading and maybe specifically seeking out information about in details. Um, I'm commissioning a couple of, of specific drawings for this adventure. 
Um, but uh, right now, with our session zero, uh, we are going to get to uh, know our characters a little bit more, who everybody's going to be playing, and um, you know what what their uh, uh, classes are, um, where they hail from a bit, and we can build up a little bit of their backstory and find out um, who you all are to each other and um, what your history kind of is. Uh, prior to this, uh, I uh, asked a couple of uh, guiding questions for the crew to discuss um, some crew dynamics, like, you know, what kinds of, uh, of uh, missions would they accept or jobs would they take? What would interest them? Uh, what would repulse them? Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, so uh, we will uh, kind of cover some of that information as well. Um, so yeah, uh, this will be a, a fun time. Um, when we are going to be discussing the bonds and, and building some uh, inter-crew dynamics, uh, I'm going to be using a, uh, a game system that uh, we found on itch.io uh, called Session Zero Bond Building Edition. Um, and this is a Sirens song cross uh, song game by uh, Megan Cross. You can find that on itch.io. Uh, and it is a simple card draw mechanic. Each suit represents a specific uh, theme and area. And uh, yeah, we'll be going through and doing that. Uh, so let's... Um, let's sort of dive in with character introductions and uh so why don't you say what your character's name is uh describe their species a little bit their their class like what they do what they're and and kind of that sort of information and we'll start with kelrick oh goody i love being first <laughs> <laughs> i am playing a shimreen which is a crystal alien. So about eight feet tall, giant, lanky guy. Uh, his name is, he's sort of data wizard. His main skills are dealing with computers and mysticism. He does a little bit of stuff, sort of backs up another character with some engineering skills. In a pinch can do some piloting and stuff, but... Really, data science is what he deals with. He's he's sort of the quartermaster for the ship as well as their data scientist because we're a smallish crew. I'm not sure what else to tell y'all at the this early on. No, that's that's great. I think you you've covered uh, many of the bases. And and did you uh, say uh, uh, your pronouns for the character? Uh, no, he him are his pronouns. Perfect. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to to dive in a little bit more, um, but. Uh, before we do, let's uh, have uh, Mikey introduce uh, their character. Right. Um, my character is Harper Neon, and uh, her pronouns are she, her, and she is a biohacker, um, and she is also uh, a Borai, uh, which is unliving, I guess not quite undead. They're kind of between the two. Um, originally, though, she was a gnome, um, and... Uh, she had a kind of an accident in um, playing around with her uh, biohacking skills. 
she's not quite sure what happened, but now she's Borai. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's, uh, so she's very curious. She likes playing around with chemicals. Um, mm-hmm. She's not very good at it sometimes. <laughs> uh, trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, no, I think that works to, to start okay. with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, Vivian? Uh, I am Vivian, and I will be playing the Un. The Un is the Sharon of the... Uh, of the group. The An uh, is a monastic figure. The simple joys of wonder and living life make this Sharon happy. Uh, they are an operative class, um, which means that they are very, uh, they are a driven sort. The An is also an assassin uh, following the wheel, which we may get into more later. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And a little bit, uh, a little bit scary, to be honest. Yeah, my, fa- <laughs> no, my like, face, <laughs> my face, my face shift from peace and love, but also I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. Awesome. Uh, and uh, Mackenzie. Uh, yes, I once again am Mackenzie. <laughs> I don't know why I started the sentence that way. I am playing yet another Pepper sister. I did not get into it a lot with Dr. Joe, but she has four sisters. <laughs> clones. They are all clones of the same woman. I didn't get into Joe's backstory. Maybe we'll get into it with Jocelyn, her elder question mark sister. Jocelyn Pepper Jr., named after their mother, for lack of intents and purposes, mother. Um, she is a human, much like her sister Joe, uh, but she has a lot of technological improvements because she is a mechanic who specializes in like sort of, she's like an inventor, mechanic, pilot, Han Solo-y type of character, I think. Um, kind of like a swarthy, just ace piloty asshole person i think <laughs> i think that's kind of who joss is um but she's very very intelligent she loves creating and inventing and she's used her inventive prowess to yeah create like an exocortex that she uses um to enhance her fighting abilities she's a very like she's really buff like joe like joe's a little twig joss is joss is stacked she's a pretty buff lady who knows how to get into a brawl so she she's very smart but she can also punch your lights out Nice. She's very different from her sister, but they are sisters nonetheless. Nice. We're actually very excited about all of these characters because we have art commissioned and some people may be building their characters in Hero Forge. So we're all, we're all super into these characters. I'm very excited. Uh, I forgot. I will to... one day. Yeah. Play every Pepper sister. <laughs> I hope so. In I'd one podcast. In one podcast, oh, it's just me talking to myself playing every Pepper sister. <laughs> I have them all built. If anyone wants to know, I'll send you a PDF. I'll show you my girls. I forgot to say, by the way, that uh, the Un's um, pronouns are they, them. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, yeah. No, and Joss's so are she, her as well. 
Fantastic. All right. Um, it looks like I'm looking far off the screen because of where my window is. I apologize. <laughs> I'll see if I can fix that. Kenny does the stream like this, just fully turned around. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Not looking at us. Everyone's going to wonder, what's up there? <laughs> the stars. Yes. The uh, great frontier. You're playing this. as a cat. Yes. <laughs> All right. If I do this, then I can see everybody and, and look at everybody while we're talking. Perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, so um, also, while we were uh, you know discussing this earlier, uh, we had the opportunity to discuss, um, you know, you, you, uh, Mackenzie, you said that uh, Jocelyn is kind of the Han Soli and therefore would likely have the, uh, the ship. Uh, yes, I think. Yeah. What did you uh, decide to uh, name the uh, the ship? My girlfriend and I, in a moment of just genius, flash genius, I said the first word, Rachel said the second. We named the ship the Crimson Mistress. I, I cannot wait to uncover the uh, stories and adventures of the Crimson Mistress prior to uh, this this uh, adventure arc. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, well, because <laughs> you all are coming into this adventure at fifth level. Uh, you all have had some adventures prior to this, have had, you know, maybe a couple of encounters, you know, a few battle scars, maybe some psychosis, who knows. But um, <laughs> you all have have uh, seen some things and experienced some things. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll use that as inspiration for uh, some of this um, bond building and uh, exercise. It's a good time to mention that we do use uh, lines and veils. Prior to this, uh, the entire cast has kind of submitted a general outline yeah outline of of uh of of limits and things like that and so we'll be observing uh um uh, uh safety tools uh using uh for the for this for these uh streams um okay so i'm gonna shuffle a little bit and have that nice beautiful fully work and the first card is a 10 of clubs so clubs are social bonds all right, so you and another character are devotees of the same god. So I think these are more targeted for character. So let's just do one character and then you two can kind of, um, you can choose another character and um, fill in this backstory. Um, so I'll do round robin style and we'll go uh, with Kelric first. Um, I know in Discord you said that you were not a very religious person as a character. No. So how would you want to flavor this question instead? So Vivian and I had a really cool interaction about chatting what our characters would would behave like because Vivian's character, An, or is it the An? How are we supposed to address you? You can address me as An, but I am afraid that I must address you as the Abra. Okay, so An is very devoted, and I am very analytical and not. And so there's a little bit of disdain on both sides, because it's just like, oh, that's nice that you believe that. And it's it's because of some of our similar experiences but 
different takes on them. So I, I think uh, An and Abra would have like a friendly, friendly snarkiness towards each other about it anytime religion came up. Nice. Uh, I'm going to draw another card, and this one is going to be for uh, Michael. All right. This is the Two of Spades. You and another character trained under the same mentor as children. Who was this mentor, and what did they teach you? Ah, okay. I'm trying to think how that would work, because I'm from, like, uh, the gnome homeworld. <laughs> yeah, so this is so... this is the point where you get to make the story so it doesn't okay yeah like it's a it's a very much yes and yes and okay um so i'm trying to think who would work most for i would think uh is it yabra just abra abra okay (laughs) um because abra you're into like technical and computers oh yeah and i'm a cyberborn so Technological upgrades to myself is something I'm familiar with and and do. So, yeah. So I would think, yeah, something like that with Opera and Harper, because Harper uh, is uh, into biotechnician and augmentations. And um, so maybe we had a mentor uh, that focused on that kind of stuff. Is this before your... New status? Oh, before I became the the end living, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's so Harper kind of because um, it's going to be as Harper was learning about wanting to augment and do all this stuff to herself. That's where then she went and okay. something happened. She's not quite sure. What was her first? She just woke up. <laughs> successful augment. Her first successful augment probably would be her uh, her micro lab. Oh, putting that's that into cool. her. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. It would be really cool if while you were doing, you and I were in the same room and you were working on that and our mentor was, you know, keeping track of both of us. Cause I would be installing the arm augment where I have my computer hidden. That would be kind of cool. So what if this place were like a, um, a boarding school of sorts so like uh but it's like oh. a, a space station and you two showed great promise as as you know younglings and um you were sent there by your society or your planet or your family depending oh, yeah. on how that works mm-hmm. and my mind is going towards the name the incubator oh, nice. <laughs> yeah um what was your mentor's name? I'm going to have to have doctor in there. Um. <laughs> or professor. What species would or they Or professor, have too. We, we, can, we can start that way, too. Maybe Remember, you also have the fantasy races available. Mm-hmm. So if you want, like, an elven mentor. Oh, that would actually make sense with you being a gnome, having oh, a more that's classic true, style. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, there's supposed to be a special relationship between the elves and the gnomes. Nice. So what's a good doctor what? Dr. Josiah. Oh, dear. um, I should write this down. Josiah Terramigal? Terramigal. That's it. 
Okay. I think that's an elven name I've heard. <laughs> Fantastic. Dr. Josiah Termigale. All right. This was a, a good bond building. Yeah, like, I actually, I'd like to change. So, like, after we do that, um, one of the things with my my class is I have to have a data jack. Mm. Um, and it would be really cool if you helped install that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that would be super cool. Nice. All right. So, Vivian. Oh. How can I help? We are all uh, spades and clubs right now. So, clubs. Uh, this is the queen of clubs. Oh, this is very much along the same lines. You and another character went to school together. What do you remember about them from your school days? And what about them is the same as it was back then? Oh, I like this idea. Because, okay, so there's no way that anyone else here went to the same uh, schooling that I did. But I like the idea that um, I was still under my mentor out on a mission and I was and I was tutoring basically on a mission uh, reconnaissance or, or, or full elimination and someone basically uh, encountered me in that moment you know while uh, while we were still reconnaissing uh, while we were still doing reconnaissance uh, I actually think that uh, Kelric would be an interesting idea, and that's where we got our uh, internal disagreements between uh, the religion and technological side. Oh, yes, and it could be um... where where it was, became a philo- uh, where it became a philosophical discussion between us. Yeah, but it could be that first space station we talked about, where everything started going yeah. wrong. I wound up on like the escape ship with you and your mentor as everything was going down. And then my mentor, uh, honestly, since Mackenzie said that uh, she wanted the ship, we could have gotten picked up together. My mentor, you, I, uh, and um, Miss Neon. And basically we just dropped my mentor off. He said, no, you've, you've learned enough. They said, no, you've learned enough. And, and wanted me to stay here. And and basically that's where that philosophical, because of that connection he's using my, my mentor is using me as kind of a inside unit. I've now got transportation that, that I can use as cover and, and that's that, that kind of connection there, but I I would have figured Mackenzie kind of got us off the the uh, got us off the space uh, spaceship. I like that idea that you know, as a Han Solo character, we need to get off this planet now. Yeah. <laughs> so the, this is this actually kind of begs um, a, a, a larger question: um, Where in your life cycles are each of your characters like are you adolescent are you young adults are you you know grown-ups 
So, uh, I'm Cal- probably as grown up as a gnome can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely think, a grown up. Yeah, I don't even know if I've ever really thought about age. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, age. Oh, with because all, all the Pepper Girls are the literal exact same age <laughs> by <laughs> may, maybe a minute separating each of them. But I think I don't know. They're probably in their early 30s, probably. Okay. 30, 31, 32, something like that. Because they're humans, so I assume the I assume the yeah, it's a normal lifespan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is sci-fi, so timey wimey. <laughs> yeah, but I think like, I feel like the pepper the pepper sisters are like early thirties, so she's probably like thirty-one. Nice. Uh, and Vivian, uh, I am an adult for a Shirim. Cool. All right. So, like, we- just adult, like young adult kind of situation. Cool. Okay, so uh, uh, Abra and Harper uh, knew each other since young, uh, like since childhood, youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, An and Abra have known each other since young adulthood. Um, I was older than. Uh on when we met. Okay. So I've known on basically exactly as long as I've known uh, <laughs> Jocelyn. Okay. Perfect. Now let's choose a card for Mackenzie. I've been shuffling the cards this whole time because I'm like, I will not have another club come up. <laughs> ha. All right. Mackenzie. You have Let's do it. a diamond. Uh, Sammy, I forget. <laughs> obligations. <laughs> so you owe a large amount of money to another character. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> what of yours did they pay for? And how close are you to repaying your debt? What of mine did they pay for? Like they paid me for something? Uh, let's see here. No, uh, belonging that you have. Um, oh. They paid for it. And as a loan to you. Yes. So you have to pay them back to have that thing. If we're working at the 80s, because I feel like Joss would not have like been at the space station with you unless she was being paid to do it. <laughs> unless she was like being a taxi. So I, f- I wonder if, if can it, is it okay if I, tw- if I twist it a bit that maybe An's mentor is who I technically, like, like, oh. like years ago, they bought my ship for me to get me started. And I am not very good money, and I've yet to be able to pay that back. So when An's mentor was like, so basically, like An's mentor has been able to call on me whenever because I'm like I can't really say no because this person bought my ship, <laughs> and now that like they've sort of given on to the ship, they've got to be like this. You like I just feel like An has that power over me as if the the debt has been like transferred to An from their mentor, and it's sort of like you have to drive them around because. You owe me, and this is theirs now. And I'm like, okay, because I have like no way of paying this person back for my ship right now. And so I think that like, is that is that does that make sense? So it's like, yeah, like I just feel like that debt has transferred to on. So like I'm almost like kind of have to do what on says in terms of where they need to go, what they need to do, because their mentor is who bought me my ship. The Jocelyn does not need to worry. I am not need for much. Nice. 
<laughs> awesome. I think that is a great bond. All right. Let's go again with Kelric. All right. So back to social bonds. Six of clubs. You and another character know each other from a job you both held. Oh, that has to be Harper then. Because I feel like I was actually in this conversation listening. And I was like, you know, how would we all wind up on the same space station with the issue we ran into. And it just makes sense that the school that Harper and I went to had like a job board. And once you graduate helps you get (laughs) hired places. And so like an actually good college. Yeah. So like we both got our first jobs at this space station and, you know, we worked together in what would your job have been? Um, so I, I guess I'd be like a kind of a medic, right? I'm, but I'm, uh, I'm trying to think, work out what I would do. Well, are would you consider yourself a uh, like a gene therapist? That might be kind of I. So my my field of study is actually toxicology, um, but I'm more altering you guys to be more toxic. <laughs> 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 um, Love it. So maybe you you would be like a um, a, a researcher, uh, like a, a bio yeah. researcher, but yeah, not that a food probably, scientist. That's a good one. Bio researcher. <laughs> no, no. Would you like this? Unless apple? you want really spicy food. <laughs> Would you like this apple? It has a skull on it. Skulls are natural, right? <laughs> yeah, just like this one. Right. So, if you're <laughs> nice. doing that, maybe we work in the same place, but. I definitely see Abra working more in data security for the ship, the space station. And I feel like he's older now, so he he's stuck around and he's sort of mid-high level as far as where he is in the data security area. Okay, so this is all kind of centering around uh, this location that... You and On met, and you and Harper worked at, and that Mackenzie kind of, uh, or um, Jocelyn, Jocelyn kind of uh, saved all of you from when it was being destroyed. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that that sounds like it's a great crew origin. I'm gonna draw another card. I'm gonna finish up this round, and then we will kind of pick into that maybe a little bit. All right, so Mikey. All right, so I'm going to start augmenting these because you've already kind of all met each other and you've figured out how you all have sort of met. Describe a situation in which you fought in a battle with another character. How long ago was that battle and what were you fighting for? Oh, I'm trying to think who would go on a battle. Uh... So like when you were saying bio-researcher, I was thinking um, part of it too would be she'd be like a field researcher. So she goes out too, mm-hmm. um, looking for more like chemical compounds and just going and seeing what's out there, what she can uh, manipulate and find. Um, maybe she would go out with uh, uh, Jocelyn. Um, I think I'm our, our tank technically. So <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. So I would need to go out with someone who would, uh, maybe we went and we came across uh, 
trying to think, uh, go on some planet or some space station and come across the, uh, the wrong people. <laughs> so like what sort of, um, so despite uh, you, you have your independent study, like you have your independent drive to do things, what situations would you want to like apply that to like a job? Like if say, um, there was some sort of outbreak on a planet and they think it's because of a biological agent. Would you want to, and would like, would that draw in, um, uh, Harper? Oh, I would. oh yes. So part of why, uh, she got into this, um, is the gnomes are, have been hit by a plague mm-hmm. that is, um, it's, uh, it's called like the bleaching or something. It's turning them monochromatic and listless. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so, uh, but there are some gnomes being born that are already kind of monochromatic and they're immune to this plague. So she's driven by figuring this stuff out and trying to make basically a cure for this. Okay. Um, and unfortunately she went and then turned herself undead in the process. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she, if she sees something about like some sort of outbreak, she's probably going to run towards that. <laughs> okay. And I, I think that like, it would have to be very much of like an active battle situation where you would need to approach uh, Jocelyn for that sort of uh, help. <laughs> oh, um, maybe an interesting point is that one of the sides is using biochemical weapons. Oh, yeah. How would um, Jocelyn handle that sort of a situation? <laughs> <laughs> like being asked to fight or or the the whole shebang like from uh engagement Here, take me to, to this planet with yeah. an outbreak yeah exactly <laughs> uh okay dude um uh i think that gosh it's like it's it's hard playing this like i'm like in my brain being this like i don't give a shit about anything i just have a ship character but also like i wanted to care about people and like want to do things um yeah, because I feel like if, it depends on how long we've been going as a crew, but I feel like Jocelyn's the kind of person who, like, it's like, I'm being paid to be around these people, and yes, I like them. To Okay, I just like them, and that's why I'm here. Like, I think that there was there had to have been a shift there, and that's why, like, she still, like, wants to be with these people. So I think that, like, depending on how long we've been traveling, if we consider each other friends, I think that Jocelyn, I think that she likes, I think that if there's promise of... Hmm. I think I think that I think that like one she likes helping her friends. I think two she likes hitting things and being strong. But three I think that also if there is the chance of um, maybe disarming something bad that she can make into something better and good, she likes that. Like I think that like the the promise of technological advancement is what something that entices her. And so the idea of like biochemical weapons or something being involved in this, I think would interest her and not, not in terms of like I'm going to harness them and destroy the world but I think that like she wants to like take these bad things break them and make her own thing that's cooler and better and not used for evil nice nice that makes a lot of sense and yeah and if it's like okay and then I get to help my friend but also I get to do what I want to do <laughs> I, was thinking I too, look like a might, good person 
I was like, too, you might know that that if you didn't go with Harper, Harper was going to go no matter what. Yeah, and I wouldn't want <laughs> you to like, get hurt. <laughs> I think that, I think that, yeah, I just feel like Joss is like, I don't want my friend to get hurt, so I will go so that they don't die. Because <laughs> I think that Joss is also the kind of person that's like, everyone would die if I wasn't here. I swear to God, everyone would die if I wasn't around. It's probably true. Hit, for every hit you take, that's one we don't have to. Yeah, I think that's how Jocelyn thinks about everything. I think that, like, that's the kind of, she's the eldest. I think that's the kind of sister she was. Of, like, nothing would ever get done right if I wasn't here to do it. Like, I think that's sort of her sort of uh, personality or brainwave. So when Harper's like, I'm going to go do this thing, it's like, well, I have to go so that it's done right and that you don't die. Nice. <laughs> I want to do a quick check-in. Uh, how is everyone with this uh, bond building exercise? I love it. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right. Uh, three out of four players agree. Uh, so I have to be the one that says I don't like it. But <laughs> off the record, I really do enjoy this. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Vivian, this is for on. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. In the course of your uh, history, you broke a promise to another character. What was it? And what will you do to regain their trust? Mm, this is hard. I want Yeah, I I like it. Um I want to say that I made a promise to Harper and that something happened that kept me from being able to fulfill that promise not that i did not try to mm -hmm. but that i was physically unable to or or something along those lines but i'm not sure what the promise would be so we can start from there because you you were able to identify harper as the subject um and you identified the 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 means uh that you were not able to to meet the obligation, not that you didn't want to or didn't try. So those are some good uh, framing uh, would, topics. Would Harper be the one to start moving the direction? Or yeah, how's absolutely. That to so work? Harper, what uh, what do you think? Harper, I think. Yeah. What uh, what On could have promised, uh, or what Harper would need from On. So this Did I need is, you to kill someone? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so this is like a, um, you know, a big, wide, dangerous, you know, universe. Yeah. And there are all sorts of threats and factions and um, things like that. I wonder if the reason you became a Barai was because, not of because of something that you failed at, but because of something someone else complicated for you. Oh. Like sabotage like of some sort. Oh. Oh, that might be interesting. Maybe if the mentor, because uh, that was, uh, Kellogg's suggestion was maybe my mentor caused me to be undead. Maybe he thought he knew better and there was something he did. I'm trying to think what he could have done, but something he did that uh, caused me to become undead. Uh, but how would this involve uh, on? I like this. Revenge. You asked me to get revenge for <laughs> you, and he's been too power. Uh, the this mentor of yours has been too powerful, and I have not been able to get close at all. So I have not broken the promise. I have not fulfilled fulfilled it. the promise. Well, oh, so how about 
this. I mean, and I like that. I like that a lot to to maybe build on that and maybe narrow it down because I want I don't want time to be contracted into like just this one event with with Josiah. I think that the doctor has kind of been in and out of your life since you were a youngling and I'm using uh Star Wars terminology, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> but uh That's okay. Anakin. Yeah, exactly. Sorry Kenny, I don't mean to to interrupt. But I like the idea that this guy's involved with that cult we were talking about. I like that too. Um, what if after you all uh, have kind of formed this crew uh, of sorts, uh, this was prior to uh, your transition into being a Barai, you, I think at that point on, had already pledged uh, themselves to be a protector of some sort. And maybe that was the promise they couldn't fulfill. Just based off of what you said, I just had this idea that because Dr. Termigel was in the cult, that's why Harper and Abra were put given these jobs. They didn't know it, but that's why they were oh. put on the space station as machinations. Yeah, we're doing stuff for the cult that we don't realize we're doing. And do you think, like, so, like, so, just so I know, so Harper died and then came back? So, Bryce are, um, they don't actually quite die. Something happens um, that should have killed them, but it's like part of their soul remains trapped. So, they're, like, in this weird spot between the undead. So, they don't have all the powers of the undead. Um, but they're not living anymore either. They're like in this weird. <laughs> I'm just curious if the event happened on the spaceship. And so that's why we had to make such a like quick Hasty exit, exit. Um, was because whatever the, whatever that thing was happened. And that's why we don't, that's why we kind of had to run away from your mentor. That might be kind of cool. Yeah. Elric looks like they have. I just imagine Joss like reading a newspaper with her feet kicked up on the steering wheel, and then you all run in with like a half dead Harper, and she's like, "Whoa, okay, okay, what? Turning the the keys and turning the keys and turning the keys." Well, it could even be you guys think I'm dead. Yeah, because it sounds like that's what happens is they they basically kind of die, but then they wake up and they're they're not dead. (laughs) So we had you in the oh go ahead in the storage room, and you were like, "Oh, there you go." In a box in the storage room, and you woke up again, and we were like, Did "I come you out." And you guys are like, "Uh." Well, and if you, you and I dead. are close, then oh, I like no, I like I could this. Have grabbed you. I like this. Yeah, Abra grabbed Harper as the as the 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 event happened. That one, I think, would overload and start destroying the space station. So that's why we all had to hightail it out of there. Abra approached me and said, can you help me get out of this? And I was like, I have a way out. We can take it. Lead on, there are not many places to go. And that's when when, uh, we get on the ship and Harper at this point is is presumed dead because we've not really done any uh, thing else. And in that moment, since this is the card that involves the promise, this is the promise that I make that I will avenge their death. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice. And then when they come back 
I feel like I failed because they are they are back. <laughs> I love that twist. I love that twist. That's awesome. Let's go around and do uh, sign-offs, and we will start with Mackenzie. I was muted. Hello, uh, my name is Mackenzie. You can find me on Twitter at Mackenzie Wilkes. Uh, you can also find me on other podcasts such as Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, or the podcast that I dungeon master for the love of my life, Rachel, called Dungeon Wives. And that's where I'm at. Nice. Thanks, Mackenzie. Uh, Vivian? I've been Vivian, uh, and I am very excited to play uh, The On. You can find me at Haywire Wind God uh, on Twitter. And anytime that I can get myself to stream on twitch.tv slash God. Nice. Thanks, Vivian. And Mikey. Hi, I'm Michael. And um, you can find me at Saren30 on Twitter and actually also on Instagram. I'm uh, trying to work on more of my art and I'll start posting that on there. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, Saren. And Kelrick. Hello, I'm Kelric. I'm super excited to start playing Abra and getting to, into this really cool guy that I've created. I'm super, he's very exciting. And so you'll find me here as the season starts, just getting into that. And then we'll be doing a very similar thing for our Cuban era program, which I am the narrator for. And I do that alternating Sundays currently through the end of the year. We'll see what the schedule looks like. We'll put it up on Twitter and Twitch. And that's pretty much what I'm doing right now, other than working, real life, <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, I can't wait for the new year. This is going to be so exciting. My name, again, uh, is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, when I am not in this seat uh, narrating, I am uh, a uh, player in Kelrick's Numenera game. And uh, you can find us there, like uh, he said, every other Sunday. Follow us at EQ Points to um, uh, learn more about our shows and uh, our schedules upcoming. Thank you again so much for joining us, and uh, we will uh, catch you next time. Bye. 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 Hi. We hope that you continue to enjoy what we produce, and will follow us on Twitter at EQ Points. Join us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash experience points, and drop us a chat. We'd love to hear from you. Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG. The internet's premier narrative play podcast about superpowered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen because we do sometimes say f***. Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us. That's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool.
and it's a fun show, and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details.